0: I'm Robert Chase in the studio with Joe Mae Sloanen. She is executive director of the Missoula Symphony Orchestra. Nice to see you again.
1: Nice to see you. Thanks for having us.
0: And uh, absolutely. And it is uh, round two of the selection process for new director, maestro of the Missoula Symphony Orchestra. I'll, right. I'll, I'll let you introduce.
1: Okay. Well, we do have our second music director finalist with us, and uh, I'd like to introduce Stephen Smith, who has uh, joined us for the last two weeks.
2: <laughs> Yay, Yay. <laughs> Stephen Smith. <laughs> Stunning applause I know, two. exactly. <laughs> I
1: know. We're, we're your biggest fans this morning. Um, yeah. when, when
0: did you two first, uh, well, let's, even, let's pack up even further than that. I may have asked you this last time. Joe May, uh, how many ballpark figure? How many submissions were there for we had the a, slot? We
1: had about 160. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we did. And it was, and you know, and then you pared it down. You know, I don't even remember to 50. And then you know, you did watch videos and yeah. checked references and read about people, and then you pared it down even more. And then we, you know, got to about I don't even remember for sure seven or ten phone interviews, and then from those interviews. We pared it down to the five.
0: That, that's quite the challenge.
1: It was. It it you know lasted several months, and yeah. um, it was very intense and comprehensive. But but it's the right process, and and it got us where we are, and it, we have five great finalists.
0: All right, so it's it's round two. Stephen this weekend directing the Missoula Symphony Orchestra. So Stephen, share with us what has what has been unique in your professional experience that has earned you enough points to qualify to audition to direct the Missoula Symphony Orchestra.
2: Well, I can't speak for the committee that uh, made their own decisions um, and thanks for having us on this morning. It's yeah. uh, great to be here. It's been wonderful to be here in in Missoula i mean i've had I've had wonderful experiences with orchestras of all sizes and shapes um, all over the country, and um, I'm very committed to uh, to to trying to bring orchestral music to as wide an audience as possible and to connect. Uh, an orchestra in a community to their com- community in a wider sense I think that the music that we play um, in in symphony orchestras runs a, a huge array of, of styles and eras and, and genres and um, I think that a lot of people have this idea that that a symphony orchestra is something only for an elite few in our little hall somewhere sure. and the opposite is actually true in my estimation I and so I think uh, a lot of my work, Everywhere I've been has been about uh, bringing music to as as many people as possible.
0: And it seems to me over the years that has been a big part of the MSO to, mm-hmm. to open up and, and widen the experience and the uh, the audience for what they do. Darko was brilliant at that. Mm-hmm, so absolutely. Uh, big shoes to fill with Darko Buterats. I asked the last uh, person who auditioned uh, whether she had been aware of him. Were you aware of of Darko? Uh,
2: I've I've never met him. No, okay. I, I mean I sort of knew his name just uh, as I got into uh, into this search process yeah, and, yeah. and aware of his work and clearly, yeah, he was very successful and had, had a great uh, uh, a, a great impact on the community and the orchestra here.
0: Um. So, what are some of the the experiences uh, experiences you had specifically over the years?
2: Um, well, so I, you know, I've run, I've had positions uh, from as large as orchestras as the Cleveland Orchestra, one of the great wow. great orchestras of the world. Mm-hmm. I was assistant conductor there, um, and that uh, that gave me a lot of insight into. Uh, into the idea of what is possible, you know, to go to go to work every day and hear this, this world-class orchestra do amazing things Mm -hmm. that you just could never quite imagine. An orchestra orchestra could play with that precision, with that degree of shading of dynamic and color. And all of that was an amazing experience. The difference between uh, a a really big orchestra like that um, is that they aren't always as flexible. Um, The Cleveland orchestra today now, um, you know, I, I, left some time ago, but today they're beginning to do more in terms of reaching into the community, more in their uh, their educational programming, um, which they always did a lot of, and I was very involved in the educational program, both concerts for the school children, but also our family series of concerts. Um, they're beginning to to realize that this is a much more important aspect of what they do and how they impact the the Cleveland area. Um, they're in a kind of a unique pos- position because they are, are this world class institution, yeah. uh, and so now they're a lot
0: of tradition.
2: Exactly, exactly. So now they're struggling with how to how to uh, kind of rearrange themselves in a new in a new era. But it's like trying to t- turn a gigantic cruise ship when you have an orchestra <laughs> yeah. of that size. It, ta- it takes a long time. What I love about smaller orchestras and and some where I've been music director, both in Santa Fe and most recently um, in Richmond, um, is that it's possible to do things uh, more quickly. It's it's possible to, to dream up new ideas and implement them um, at a much faster pace and be a little bit more nimble uh, about creating a, a sense of atmosphere and a sense of, of, of welcome for for the community and to, to think up different kinds of programs, more casual kinds of programs where we, we might get in to more in-depth about the composer's life and influences, other people that they knew, places they traveled that impacted the music that they wrote, um, doing more kinds of performances for families. Um, the, uh, the, The family concerts coming up with the Missoula Symphony. I don't have anything to do with it, but, uh, but coming up, I think it's a a great model for, uh, what can be done. It's a partnership with the, the Natural History Mm -hmm. Center. And, um, it's, I, I think that kind of collaboration is something I've done in other places where we bring together different institutions to explore, um, you know, the connections between uh, music and the natural world, or the visual arts, or the theater arts, or um, different combinations like that. I think it all of that adds up to being um, uh, to, to creating a, a wealth of different kinds of experiences for people who experience music in different ways.
0: Speaking with Stephen Smith, he is next up this weekend. He will conduct the Missoula Symphony Orchestra. So two performances.
1: Correct. Saturday at 7.30 p.m. and then Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m.
0: And tickets?
1: We still have a few tickets left. Uh, I would say more on Sunday, and they can just call the office at 721-3194 and, or visit us on the website, too.
0: All right, Stephen, you mentioned Santa Fe. Is it, Did you work in the outdoor Theater there—that's kind of like at the opera, the Starship the Enterprise <laughs> yeah. out there in the middle of nowhere. I, I
2: did not actually work there. No, my position was as music director of the Santa Fe Symphony and Chorus, which uh, basically performs through the winter season, from from September to May. Uh, the traditional concert season. The opera takes over the town in the, in the yeah. in the summertime. It's a it's an incredible institution. I certainly attended performances there. I know people who who work there, yeah. but um, I've I've never been fortunate enough to to perform in that outdoor space. That
0: is one of the coolest
2: I saw you know, a I, I, performance. You're, you're there. You're right. Uh, I mean, that blending of indoors and outdoors is, is really exciting. I, I love outdoor concerts. Um, I think the summer concert that the Missoula Symphony does in Karis Park each year is a great model for the kinds of things that that really touch communities and yeah. um, that 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 just that that sense of sharing music together under the open sky with a, a picnic supper. I mean, that's that's. I, I grew up doing those things. A lot of people grew up going to concerts like that, and that's that's the sharing of the musical experience. It's brilliant.
1: <laughs> it is, isn't it? Oh my gosh! And I can't take any credit for it.
0: <laughs> so, Stephen, what's on the dock? What are you thinking for this weekend? What's this, this to be is, presented? This
2: is a great program. I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm I'm really excited to be working with the uh, choral. Uh, I love the the blending of of human voice with orchestral sound, and and there's such great choral repertoire. So I'm really delighted to work with the choral. Um, they're a wonderful uh, organization. Their uh, director, Dean Peter. Anderson, um, has just been fantastic to work with through this whole whole process um, and so they are singing two pieces they're singing a set of old American songs uh, arranged by Aaron Copeland they're familiar things like at the river long time ago Zion's walls I it's it's music that reaches deep into our kind of collective American soul and I think it, it speaks uh, it speaks beautifully to uh, to our, our unique American experience and then there They're also singing on Borodin's Pelozian dances um, which is maybe more widely known as an orchestral showpiece but it actually is an excerpt from uh, one of Borodin's operas Uh, and so adding the chorus to that just adds to the kind of festive nature of of this celebratory and exuberant music Uh, and then with the orchestra on on either side of the choral pieces we're opening with an overture by uh, Hector Berlioz great great French composer uh, his Roman carnival overture which was a, it's kind of a musical depiction of all of the frenetic activity of of the Roman carnival which he experienced as a young man when he was studying in Rome in fact he was uh quite uh, vocal in his uh, uh remembrances later in life about how uh, he, he couldn't believe the level of debauchery <laughs> and uh I mean it's a it's a, it's a I think he does very well at capturing this in music it's it's uh it's kind of nuts in a way the the, the it's the, a great piece the activity there yeah. is but it's very exciting Concert opener, and then uh, uh, one of my favorite pieces in in the repertoire, Brahms Symphony Number no. Two, his D major Symphony, which is um, it's really a celebration of of nature. It's a celebration of man's connection to nature and the awesome beauty of nature, and and that's one reason I chose it for this particular program. It seemed to me the perfect place, a piece that he wrote underneath these beautiful mountains in Austria. It seemed perfect to play it underneath these beautiful mountains around Missouri.
0: Nice. Stephen Smith, he is uh, up this weekend to direct the symphony. And is this your first time here?
2: Um. Yeah. Basically, we we drove through on I ninety once, but I don't yeah, think that you counts. waved.
0: Yeah,
1: that doesn't count really. Yeah, but
2: no, it's been uh, just been fantastic to be here. I loved having um, three different seasons in the last four or five days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The
1: last four or five minutes. <laughs> and
2: then that can here. happen any time. <laughs> but uh, no, it's been it's been a wonderful experience. Everybody here has just been so welcoming and and friendly. The atmosphere of uh, of the city is 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 really. Quite unique, and I've been incredibly impressed with the the, the strength of the arts and cultural and, and music community. There's clearly a love of music of all shapes and sizes and styles uh, here, and I think that's I think that's very exciting.
0: Well, best of luck with your audition. Thank you, Joe May. Anything you want to add?
1: No, I think I think we've pretty much covered it. We're excited for this weekend. Can I
2: pop in on one thing? Uh, Sure. An hour before both performances, I'll give a a pre-concert talk, our downbeat down low, uh, which is a a great chance to come in here a little bit more of uh, some of my thoughts behind the music and background about the, the composers.
0: Well, I think that backstory is always uh, interesting and uh, provides that, that framework for what's coming later. Mm-hmm. So, excellent opportunity to step up and visit with Stephen Smith prior to the performances, Saturday night at 7.30 and Sunday afternoon at 3. Check in on tickets, org. Joe yes. May, good to see you.
1: Nice to see you, too. Thank you Stephen, again. Stephen,
0: again, nice to meet you, and Likewise. best of luck this Thank weekend. You. I'm Robert Chase from The Morning Trail. Thanks for listening to The Trail's Nonprofit Spotlight. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to this podcast for more nonprofit interviews and music content. And if your nonprofit has an upcoming event, let us know. We'll help you raise awareness. To be featured, call us at 721-6800 or send us an email to frontdesk at missoulabroadcasting.com dot com.